Welcome back to the Pearls and Pharaohs podcast. I'm your host, Peter Kate, but you can call me your finance PT. And in today's podcast, I'm going to be speaking about the fad diet of finances. Now, if you've ever tried a fad diet, you would know that it's normally a weight loss plan that promises dramatic results. So it could be one of those programs that's like in 21 days, you're going to lose one stone, you're going to gain abs, you're going to build your glutes, all these kind of fad diets. There are so many, lots of popular ones. And when it comes to finances, there are fad diets as well. There are certain things that promises, you know, great results, but quite often it's not really gonna be something that's healthy for you financially long-term, especially if it's something that is quite dramatic and drastic as well. And normally with fad diets, you know, you lose the weight and then what happens? Once you go back to normal, to your normal eating patterns or your exercise patterns, you end up gaining the weight back on. So it's so much better to find something healthy that you can actually commit to long term and this is the same financially a lot of people they want results and they want it quickly so they end up using these fad diets that I'm going to be speaking about and they use it in the wrong way they mismanage it and as a result end up getting themselves into debt so I'm going to get straight into it so what is the fad diet of finances now you may not agree with everything I'm going to say in this podcast and that is completely fine but I just want to highlight a few key points when it comes to this specific diet and that is the diet of credit quick credit that's what I call it the quick credit diet there are a lot of people that are funding their lifestyle on credit now when it comes to credit you have to be someone that is very disciplined with how you spend any credit that you have available to you whether that's in the form of a credit card overdraft a finance agreement that you have You have to really ensure that the deals that you're committing to are things that you can commit to on a long-term basis. I think one of the issues with credit is that for a lot of people, they get pulled into the ease of it. It's it's so easy to get a credit card these days. I remember when I was either 18 or 19, I received a letter about applying for a credit card from a particular company, which I will not name in this podcast. But at the time when I saw it, I was kind of like, I wasn't very interested in it, but I'm really glad that I hadn't actually applied for the credit card because at that time I had terrible finance skills and I would have probably gotten myself into a lot of unnecessary debt so even looking back at that time then I mean I was only 19 I wasn't responsible financially and I definitely was not ready for a credit card and for a lot of people it's the same there are people that get a credit card to help them build their credit but again because they don't manage it in a wise way they end up just getting themselves into a lot of unnecessary financial problems so I'm going to go through a few key things so When it comes to credit, a lot of the times it can solve short-term problems. It can give you that instant gratification to things that you wanna buy, things that you wanna be able to access. But again, if you don't use it wisely, you can create long-term problems for yourself. I've had a lot of my coaching clients that have gotten themselves into credit card debt because that's one of the main debts that a lot of my clients have had. Whether it's, you know, at a point in their life where they didn't have savings, something happened in their health and they ended up using their credit card right to the maximum of the limit. And then it's the issue of having to pay that back, having other financial obligations. And again, the longer you take to pay off, the more that debt is growing. So it's very, very important for you to really be wise if you have a credit card or any form of credit available to you. Because again, especially during this time, there are a lot of people that are depending on overdraft. And I know there was a time in my life that I was so bad with my money, guys. I will confess to you and I I will not pretend that I've had it all together because I have not. There was a time that month, each, every single month, 
without fail i was in my overdraft and because at that time i always knew i'm gonna get paid on the 25th of every month so i'm gonna be able to pay it back there wasn't really a time that it went to two months and i didn't pay it back it would normally be a couple of days and i would know i'm gonna get paid on the 25th i will pay it back but when you actually look at it long term in the in the space of say 12 months and what would happen was my overdraft was 350 pounds and a lot of the times i would use the full 350 and when I really think about the things that I would spend the money on, it wasn't anything important, life-threatening that I really, really needed. A lot of the times in my mind, it's like, I know I'm gonna pay it back, so it doesn't matter. And I would be spending that money on going out with friends, you know, going out to eat, buying things that I wanted to get. It was very rare that it was actual needs or things that I really needed. And again, there was no need for me to be in overdraft because I was earning enough. I had very limited expenses because I was living at home, but I was just very irresponsible with my money. And when you have those kind of bad habits, it's very easy to carry that on because you've already gotten yourself into the mindset of, oh, I'll pay it back. And it's the same with credit cards. A lot of people, they keep using their credit cards, not even for things that are important or it's not with intention. They're not using it because, okay, I'm gonna make purchases because I want to build my credit. A lot of people, now let me give you an example of how a lot of people can use their credit card to solve a short-term problem but create a long-term problem. Now, I know many people that they use their credit cards to pay for their holidays, which is absolutely fine if you have the certified funds to transfer back onto your credit card and clear that amount. There are people in 2020 that are still paying for holidays they took over a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, even four years ago because of instant gratification. One thing my mom always taught me is if I don't have the money for something, then that means I can't afford it. If I really want that thing, then I have to think of ways that I can fund that thing. And for a lot of people, when it comes to thinking of ways, they instantly go to the credit card, they instantly go to a, a payday loan or their overdraft. But again, like I said, it solves a short-term problem, but it creates a long-term problem. There's many people now, you have that amazing holiday a year or two, three or four years ago, even more in some cases, or perhaps you used a credit card to pay for certain aspects of your wedding or your honeymoon. But now years later, you're still paying for that thing and again one of the issues is that you've had that thing you've you got the instant gratification and now you're having to work harder in order to be able to pay that thing off and what happens is that a lot of the time it's not a zero percent interest after a certain point normally for about 12 months you can have zero percent interest but after that point they start charging these crazy fees onto your credit card and if you haven't been able to pay that debt off within that time it's like you're paying for the holiday or whatever it is that you bought on you know with your credit card and you're also paying all these extra fees and it's just gonna take you a lot longer to pay that off. Now, I'm not saying that credit is bad and you shouldn't use credit, but I'm saying if you are gonna use credit of any form, you need to use it wisely. You need to ensure that you're keeping your credit utilization low. Now, what is a credit utilization for those that don't know what it is? Essentially, it's how much of the credit that you have available to you are you using? So whether that's an overdraft that you have, a planned overdraft, or whether it's a credit card. So let's say, for example, your credit limit is a thousand pounds. There isn't like, a set amount in terms of your credit utilization that you should aim to use but one thing that I definitely say is keeping your credit utilization low is going to benefit you long term because if you look at it this way your level of credit utilization is going to show you know the financial organizations that have access to your credit file 
that you are either high risk or low risk. If you're someone that you have a thousand pounds credit available to for you to use and you're constantly using 900 pounds of that credit 995 and maybe every month you're paying maybe 100 off that 200 off that but your credit utilization tends to be very high and yet also when you're looking at your credit utilization it's not only for that one um, form of credit you have you have to look at the bigger picture so perhaps you have overdraft you also have um, a credit card so maybe you have an overdraft with two of your bank accounts as an example and you also have a credit card so when you're looking at your credit utilization don't just look at it as the individual cards or resources but also look at it as an overall picture as well so that way you can ensure that you're keeping your credit utilization low now i as a guideline i would say 30 percent or less so let's say even 20 percent whatever you can do to keep it low and again whenever you're using credit it should be because you have the money to then pay it back or you're going to have that money immediately the problem is for a lot of people they think in their minds oh it's fine i can just use my minimum payments and pay it back that way but what happens with that is is it's gonna take you a lot longer to pay that off and you're just giving yourself unnecessary stress and anxiety that you don't need so definitely keeping your credit utilization low as low as possible and if you are get if you are using your credit card or any form of credit to help you to build your credit you want to ensure that you're using you know the smallest amount possible and also ensuring that you have the funds to actually pay it back so for example if i was going to use my credit card to pay for a holiday i would ensure that i already budgeted and saved for that holiday i already have the money in my account it's just a matter of i'm going to use my credit card to pay for that and then within a couple of days a week or so i would then transfer the balance and clear that off that is a wise way to build your credit because it shows okay this person used the credit but they were responsible and they have paid it back as opposed to i'm using the credit card i have no certified and viable means to pay it back within a very short period of time and then I'm just getting stuck in the minimum payments trap and then it's going to take me a lot longer to pay that off so definitely ensuring that you're keeping your credit utilization low as a guideline like I said 30% or even 20% or less as low as you can keep it one of the best ways to build your credit if you have a credit card is using it for smaller amounts on a regular basis so perhaps you're going to use it for a particular bill so maybe like your water bill or electricity bill and then you'll use your credit card to pay for that but like i said ensuring you have the certified funds to pay that back or let's say for example let's say you live in london you have an oyster card perhaps what you do is use your oyster use your credit card to pay for your uh, monthly travel and then you would then transfer that money back just to as a way that you're using it regularly but on a smaller amount and of course depending on what your credit limit is so that way you're using it on a regular basis but for smaller amounts so you are showing to you know the lenders that you are using that credit but you are also paying it back your level of risk is a lot high is a lot lower than as opposed to someone that's using the full limit of their credit card or very very close to that limit it shows you know maybe this person's going through a financial hardship maybe this person's quite impulsive with how they manage their money you want to look as responsible as possible to lenders as possible because again if you want to get a more in the future or some other type of loan you want to show that you are responsible with how you manage your money so it's very very important to ensure that you're keeping your credit utilization low and a lot of people don't realize that all of these things are recorded your credit utilization is recorded you know months where you miss payments it is also on your credit file as well so if you have the bad habit of paying your bills late of maybe you've got financial obligations and commitments with companies you're supposed to pay let's say on the 15th of the month but you're constantly paying on the 20th the 25th 
ensure that you are paying things on time. Let's say, for example, you get paid on the 25th of every month, but normally for you, by the 10th, you've run out of money, you don't have any money, but yet you have bills coming out of your account. And then what happens? The supplier goes, they try to take the money out, but there's no money there, so the bank declines it. You don't wanna be getting to that bad habit of paying your bills late, things getting declined, having to go into unplanned overdraft. So another good habit you need to have as well is ensuring that you're checking your account on a regular basis. So if you don't have mobile banking or online banking, definitely gain access to those things so that you can really keep track of your money and making sure that you're staying within the budget that you can actually afford. And I know for a lot of people, they don't actually budget. They don't have a clear budget plan. They don't really look at what their expenses are versus is their income but you have to look at those things because if you're not effectively managing managing your cash flow you're always going to be going into overdraft you're always going to be running short of cash and what tends to happen especially if you don't have an emergency fund if you don't have savings more substantial savings that you can use for emergencies you're going to end up then going back to the credit card or the overdraft i know many people that were able to clear their debts but the problem was they cleared the debt but they didn't focus on building an emergency fund or having some sort of reserves that they can then use in in case of emergency so what happens then you end up going back to the credit card you end up going back to the overdraft and getting back into that cycle of debt so really ensuring that you are building an emergency fund is super important as well having something that would cover your bills and your expenses for at least a month to begin with and building that up because that way if something happens for me if i have an emergency i can use my savings to cover that i don't need to then think about oh my gosh i'm gonna need to use overdraft oh my gosh i'm gonna need to try and apply for a credit card to help me with that no it shouldn't be that shouldn't be your lifestyle that shouldn't be your way of having to deal with issues like this like we know life is unpredictable we all go through challenging times financially and in other areas of our life so it's so important for you to really be prepared for these things and so it's not that you're planning for bad things to happen but in the case that it does you want to ensure that you're ready as best as possible and like i said you know and like I said, using credit card, using credit in general can really solve that short term problem, but it's going to create one long term. There's so many people that they get married using credit, using credit cards, getting a loan. And then what happens? It takes them such a long time to pay it back. And financially, it puts a strain on the marriage. Can you imagine you used a credit card to fund your wedding only to later get a divorce? Oh my goodness. So you've messed up your credit. You've had this long financial obligation for a relationship that's not even worked out. So it's so much better to be wise to put money aside even if you're on a very tight budget especially if you're on a tight budget you need to make sure you know where every penny every pound or dollar or shilling or whatever your um currency is is being allocated to you know it's so easy it's so easy to get access to a credit card even if you have bad credit you are still able to get access to a credit card you're still able in some cases to get access to an overdraft there's a particular company that i know of which i will not name that is very very easy to get access to overdrafts and the fees on it is crazy it's like 39 percent and again you have to be wise you know we live in a society that feeds our impulses we have all these things of buy now pay later you know if you buy now in 12 months time you don't need to pay any interest but next year you will need to and then again you have all the little fine print of these crazy fees and amounts you're going to need to pay so you really have to ensure that you are being wise one thing that i would say is just because you're eligible for something doesn't mean you can truly afford it and I think this is one of the biggest traps for a lot of people. In their mind, you're eligible. Companies will always tell you what, what companies will always tell you what you're eligible for. But at the end of the day, they do not 
live your life. They do not know your budget. They don't know inside out what your financial commitments are, but you do. And if you don't know it, you need to know it. So write down a list of all your expenses, have a look at what your income is and really know what you're working with. Because a lot of people, they're just, you know, trying to move things around, shift things around to be able to pay for certain things, but they don't actually know what their expenses to their income is. It's so important to know what is coming in versus what is going out. This is how you're going to be managing your cash flow like a boss. There is no successful company that doesn't manage their cash flow. They know what is coming in. They know what they're spending, you know, that money on. They're looking at, there's always gonna be cases where accounts, they're looking at what you're spending money on. They're looking at, hmm, we're spending too much on supplies. We're spending too much on marketing in this area and it's not bringing the return we want. So again, you have to do the same for your personal finances. You have to look at what you're spending and really looking at, am I really getting the full benefits from the companies that I'm either, you know, paying every single month or I'm subscribing to on, subscribing to on a yearly basis. So really looking at these things because at the end of the day, your personal finances is your first business. Whether you ever decide to become an entrepreneur or a business owner, your personal finances is your first business and how you manage it is really going to make or break your finances. So like I said, if you are someone that does have a credit card, I would definitely say if you find that you're someone that's very impulsive, you need to leave that credit card at home because if you know you're impulsive or maybe you find that you're the kind of person that if you're feeling sad then you go shopping which is fine if you can afford to fund that and again in everything it doesn't matter how much you earn you need to always have healthy boundaries for your finances so looking at what you can truly afford long term i mean if you buy something today and that means that next month you're going to be short of money you're not going to be able to pay your bills on time you're not going to be able to look after yourself your family your financial obligations and you can't afford that thing long term there's many people that they get a car but then they can't even afford to put petrol in it or they can't afford the upkeep so again in order to know if you can really afford something you have to first look at what is my income what are my current expenses how much do i actually have left over if me committing to this financial obligation will that mean that i cannot afford to pay my bills on time will that mean that i'm going to have a very very minimal amount left over will that mean that i won't be able to save will that mean that you know i'm really going to struggle as a result of making this financial obligation so like i said you have to really look at these things this is how you know whether you can truly afford it because the companies yes they're gonna say oh great you're eligible for this there's always a case oh you're eligible for this contract you're eligible for this or that but that doesn't mean you can afford it if you can't afford that thing long term you cannot afford it right now put money aside you know start a little side hustle if you can get some extra shifts at work some overtime in order to pay for that thing go for it but don't commit yourself to something today that three months down the line is going to cause you undue stress that you just don't need so definitely thinking about it like this it's so easy to get things for example there are certain cars that i might not be able to pay for at cash but if I wanted to get a finance agreement, I can get it very easily because I have good credit. But then I would have to reflect and think, can I really afford this long term? Even though I may be eligible for this finance agreement, can I really afford the upkeep? And if I know that I can't, I would not make that commitment to that financial agreement. I know people that are paying crazy amounts on finance for cars and it's like, oh my goodness, they're actually struggling financially as a result of these obligations they've made. So definitely looking at whether you can afford that thing long term. I know that it feels great in the moment. Let's say you wanna buy a new sofa and you decide, oh, let me get it on credit. But then you're not looking at 
the fine print one thing i'd say this is a tip always read the fine print i know we have this bad habit sometimes of when you sign up for things you scroll and then you tick you've read the terms and conditions but you've not actually read the terms and conditions when it comes to financial agreements always ensure you are reading the fine print and if you don't understand ask for clarification don't just sign the dotted line date it and be like okay let's go with it it's a great deal listen you know it's a great deal when you've read the terms and conditions and everything matches what they're saying you know to the overall deal so always read the fine print don't be lazy don't just skip over i'm that person when they give me things to sign i'm there and i'm reading it whenever i get contracts for example when i was working I would read my work contract because I want to know if I get sick, what's going to happen. If I want to take annual leave, what's going to happen. If I decide to leave before my probation or whatever the case may be, I need to know what I'm covered for. I need to know what I'm signing. And again, once you've signed it, they're going to be like, well, you agreed, you signed it, right? So definitely don't be lazy. I know sometimes these things are long and it's off-putting as well, but definitely make sure you read it. Don't fall for the fad diet of finances. Don't fall the buy now, pay later, and then later on, you don't have money to pay for that thing. And then you've got yourself in this unnecessary cycle of debt and just struggling. I know so many people that because of debt, it has aged them because they have all this worry. They can't sleep properly because they're thinking about the people they owe money whether it's family men members organizations so honestly don't just focus on the instant gratification think about the long term i think that's one of the biggest problems with our generation is that we're just thinking about the here and now not realizing that the decisions that you make today will affect you later on i know many young people that they don't pay their bills because in their mind oh it's okay nothing's gonna happen but it's like it will happen every decision you make is being recorded especially financially so when you decide oh i'm not gonna pay them no more because the service wasn't good listen you better sort out your issues with that company because it's gonna be on your credit record and you don't want a case of later on when you want to get a mortgage when you want to get let's say a business loan or something of this something really significant that you really need you don't want opportunities and doors to be closed to you because of immature decisions you made earlier on in life so definitely making sure that you are really assessing things you are really reading those terms and conditions before you make commitments and that is pretty much what i would say so the fad diet to summarize is credit it's easy to get access to but sometimes especially if you're not wise if you are impulsive it's easy to get yourself in a bad position financially you know i know many people they have the intention they get a credit card they utilize credit to help them build their credit score but they end up you know using it and damaging their credit score so definitely you've got to be wise you've got to, when it comes to credit listen you've got to manage that credit like a boss you have to make sure you're keeping your credit utilization low you're paying things on time if you do have agreements with for example a credit card company where you're paying back on a monthly basis always try to pay more than the minimum payment <laughs> because a lot of the times it's going to take you quite long if you're only paying the minimum payment and if you have a credit card you know always try to pay more than the minimum payment if you can't afford that let's say you get some extra income 
pay on the credit card so that you can pay that off as soon as possible and you're not going to have that commitment you know for another year or two if you can clear that debt within three months six months one year as opposed to two or three years that's going to help you to become that's going to help you to be in a better position financially and that's when you can really start investing in things because you can't really invest in bigger things and better things when you've got all that debt following you do you know what i mean so definitely being wise with how you spend your money making sure you're keeping on top of things if you are going through a difficult moment financially seeking for help there are many charities that you can reach out to as well so what i'll also do in the description box i will put a link to the money supermarket website because they have a really good credit utilization calculator that i i think you guys can use and it'll be really useful for you as well if you do have you know credit cards or whatever the case may be so you can really see what your overall credit utilization is so i'll definitely put that in there and any other helpful links i can think of and as always if you want to level up in your finances if you want to take your finances to the next level learning how to manage your money manage your budget strategizing to meet your goals then definitely head over to www.pearlsandperils.com and also i have a free gift for all of you that are listening today so on the 13th of october and the 15th of october October, I will be having some online finance training dates and these sessions are going to be free it doesn't matter where you're listening to me from whether you're listening from the UK the US Jamaica Canada Nigeria wherever you're listening it doesn't matter these trainings are going to be taking place and like I said they're going to be free so if you also head over to my website and click on the finance training section you can sign up and pick the date and time that is suitable to you and um, the times are in BST so you can just check it out for your current um time just to see what time it is at your time but i'm really excited for these training sessions i'm going to be going through financial planning you know how to change your spending habits into success habits how to manage your budget like a boss going through debt prevention debt management and having a q a section as well so i'm really really excited about this if you're not already read if you're not already registered for these finance trainings these are going to be my only free training sessions this year in 2020 so make sure guys you sign up register yourself if you've got friends or family that you think could really benefit from this then definitely tell them about it and don't miss out on this great opportunity if i do say so myself well guys i hope you have a great rest of your day a great rest of your week and i will be back with you guys next week thursday for a miss to misses series don't miss it stay tuned stay locked and stay focused on your goals I'll be back with you soon.